Welcome to Everyday Superhumans, the podcast about ordinary people doing extraordinary things. I'm your host, Kyle. And I'm Caroline. So you know a lot of graffiti artists. Because of my uh, my side projects, which I actually haven't updated in a while, it's an Instagram account called at Austin underscore graffiti, mm-hmm. where I go around Austin looking for graffiti arts and try to document it on my Instagram. So everyone should follow that, because yep. it's pretty cool. Yeah, and as actually uh, that Instagram account was kind of inspiration for our guest this time. Who's... Miles Darkey. Who is the art director of the Hope Outdoor Graffiti Gallery. And for those of you who don't know what the Hope Outdoor Graffiti Gallery is, it's a perfectly legal place you could go and graffiti up a wall. And it's named a lot of different things. It's like the Graffiti mm-hmm. Wall. Austin Graffiti Park. Mm-hmm. But Hope is the organization that runs it. Yeah. And in this episode, we uh, spoke to Miles Starkey about pretty much where it came from. All the famous artists there, a lot of them I'm a huge fan mm-hmm. of. My favorite one of them all is the Eye Doctor. So how would you his... approach the Eye Doctor if you saw him? <laughs> the last time I saw him there, I was so star tra- uh, starstruck that I just couldn't. I was like, I like your work. <laughs> and I just left. <laughs> it was so pathetic and so embarrassing. We did a video <laughs> extra where he did a graffiti painting of oh, Nugget. Not the Eye Doctor, but Miles. Oh, of Miles. Yeah, Mi- yeah. Miles did that. And, um... The eye doctor was there, and Kyle wasn't. I know. I was out of town and that weekend. And I was like, ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but so did you approach him? I didn't. Uh, I was okay. starstruck. So no. But we also talk more about like, what Hope also does, too. It enables artists that want to get out there and get their work shown. Uh, they have a free place to go that's perfectly legal. You don't need to worry about getting arrested by anybody mm-hmm. or getting fined by anything. And also, they do a bunch of other stuff, too, like a farmer's market and a, a yearly grilled cheese contest. Yeah. Yeah, so Miles won that year's, I can't remember which year it was, but that year's grilled cheese contest. And we talk a significant amount about the it's grilled cheese. It's making me really hungry right now. You so will not regret this. I think I'm going to have to go get a snack while we uh, listen to this podcast. Yep. Let's get some food. Noms. So, Miles, how about we begin with uh, where Hope Outdoor Gallery started and how you got involved with it? guys want to hear since i was born or- <laughs> yes yeah what inspired uh, you actually when you were in when the I womb was a baby <laughs> um i've always liked art it's always kind of been like at the back of my story when i was little my i was drawn butcher paper and all that kind of stuff but just you know throughout my life it was kind of like a thing that i fancied if you will mm-hmm. among other things like using my hands to do other creative activities but it wasn't until i moved to austin got a job at whole earth um in houston and then moved to austin right next to the graffiti park actually oh really the hope outdoor gallery also known as the graffiti park also known as castle hill also mm-hmm. known as yeah i started working at whole earth right down the hill assisting with buying toys and gifts and then an employee that worked at the store heath speakman who actually uh, started Spray Tex, Spray TX. Oh, yeah. I know that. Yeah. I follow him on Instagram. Okay, yeah. right on. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, like Mouth. He encouraged me to go up there one day and do some painting, and I was meant to meet him up there, but at some point I just went there by myself with some crappy paint I had and <laughs> painted, and I loved it. It was like kind of a therapeutic experience, mm-hmm. you know? But as time went on, I would paint there every day, and I started falling more in love with it and like started to see progress, and then I wanted to come almost, there's something beckoning me to be a part of it because mm-hmm. I saw what it gave to other creatives mm-hmm. and was like a chance to have a voice without anybody telling you what to say basically and then in the therapeutic aspect it was more or less like just getting a massage by <laughs> God 
And the park itself is really cool. It's yeah. like anybody could anybody could spray there if they want to, right? There's, yeah, there's no just, license, uh, there's no registration. I mean, we actually ask like that people sign in via murals at hope dot org or you know just shoot us an email. We'll send you an email back, kind of like list uh, naming off a couple things that we ask that you uh, of you while you do there. Basically, a street art. Uh, education okay. gives us an opportunity to say, "Hey, don't paint over anybody's work. Pick up after yourself. Mm-hmm. Tourists like to litter. You can pick up after them too. Mm-hmm. Clean up your area because it makes your art look better. And just don't paint over anybody's work unless you intend to whitewash it first. Are they so, running out of room? Never. <laughs> okay. Like I one time got done with a piece, and some artist came up right after me and just whitewashed it. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that happen before. Painted oh. a piece, and I was like, at first, I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so <laughs> upset! I hope they paint something cool." And like, then after like a couple of minutes, I was like, "I don't care if they paint something cool." Like, I got wait, so whitewash that means they like, buff it like with a uh, roller brush. Oh, okay, yeah, just kind of. Yeah. It's basically like white out, but yeah, painting. Like, okay, for, on a bigger scale. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, like a story. It's just like it out of respect. Some more white it's out. just like you know, you buff it with respect. You said, okay. "Hey, you had a really great piece," and I'm gonna. Out of respect, I'm going to buff over it. Mm, okay, so as opposed to like, I'm going to doodle my name or hashtag God saves. <laughs> I've seen or like, a lot of those there. You know, how long has uh, Hope Outdoor Gallery been around? So Hope Outdoor Gallery has been around since 2011. It's been a good so, while six so years far. now. Yeah. What was the inspiration to start the entire? Were you part of the initial? I was start? not. Andy Skolchitham and a couple of her friends came up with the idea, and they approached Vic Ayad and Castle Hill Partners, the castle at the top, the old Texas Military Institute. He um, was psyched about it. His partners were really happy and gave us permission to manage the property, organize volunteer groups for the trash, mm-hmm. and organize paint days where the artists come out as a group and paint, and thus it was born. Uh, and it's a really beautiful wall, too. Like, mm-hmm. I've seen some of my favorite artists in, uh, in uh, Austin go there, too. Like, uh, one of my, probably my favorite artist right now is probably uh, The Eye Doctor. Oh, yeah. yeah I doctor, love that guy. No way. Right yeah. on. Yeah, I follow him on Gosh. Instagram. I love his stuff. I try to hunt his stuff down and put it onto my Instagram. Oh, yeah. Just like... I just love his work. And I saw him actually painting there live once. And I actually got starstruck. I was like, oh, no. I was like, what did I say? I was like, I just, I love your work, is all I said. <laughs> I didn't actually awesome. say, hey, man, I, I, I need to know more about this stuff. Like that. I just love that guy. Yeah. Man, his pieces are so nice. Yeah. They like are. mandalas, almost. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I guess uh, Hope Outdoor Gallery, in a sense, you guys encourage, I guess, art amongst uh, Austinites in a way, right? Kind of our deal is uh, connecting creatives with causes through projects and events. It's all about supporting the artists. Mm-hmm. You know, people have painted out there, and it's definitely happened to me where you're painting, and somebody's like, "Oh my gosh, I love that! I have to have it in my living room." And then the husband's like, "Honey, how about just a painting?" <laughs> and so you know, they'll commission a piece from you or something like that. So you don't have to go into a studio. The people can right. just walk up to you and be like, "I love your work." Right. It's a public art gallery. Yeah. 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 Basically. Hope Outdoor. Gallery. Yeah. It's also a love. I know there are like Instagram tags there too because yeah. people are trying to promote their work. Are there any favorite artists of yours that you see come by there often? I mean, Josh is definitely a favorite. The eye doctor, uh, Helena, she does um, large scale um, skull, skeleton like pieces where you can, like, uh, there's characters in it. They're kind of um, inspired through some of her dreams and other hmm. aspects of her life. But, um, her. Oh, it's totally Helena? cool. Or Lena TX is her. All Instagram. right, I check that out. Um, I believe so. Yeah, there's a couple of new artists. There's some old artists that paint there, some artists from Spray, uh, Spray TX that come out. Um, sometimes they paint in groups or solo, but. M Leading is another really good one. She's twenty uh, over a student over at uh, UT right now, but uh, she started painting out there, and she was like, "Hey, get me involved!" And so I've kind of been trying ah. to get her invo- as involved as possible. And do people bring their artwork too? Yeah, people will bring their artwork, set, set it up like on a little table, and then 
you know, if somebody happens to want it, then they'll, you know, an artist will say a thousand dollars or something. <laughs> <laughs> I only have a hundred dollars. Well, okay, hundred dollars. Um, generally, when that kind of stuff happens, um, the artist will like give a donation back to Hope or something like that. Mm-hmm. There's also a guy that's out there, Jules. I don't know if you guys have run into him. He Mm-mm. sells prints. So like prints of the art, he'll take pictures and then he'll make it into a print. Oh, okay. And donates huh. like portion of that back to the gallery and helps dumpster pickups and part mm-hmm. part. Uh, insurance and that kind of stuff. So you said earlier you connect artists to causes. What yeah. do you mean exactly by that? So uh, Hope Senegal is a program we have going on, or project rather, in Senegal. There's a woman named Yasmin who approached Andy and was like, "Hey, you know, I have this idea." Um, what had happened originally was she was in Senegal. She went to the school, and the nurse brought her in and said, "Look at this line outside the door." And there's like you know, a ton of kids. And she said, come inside my, come inside the, uh, my office. She showed her like the cabinets. There's like nothing in the cabinets. And she was like, put a challenge to her to like do something about it. And so mm-hmm. she started getting medical si- supplies for him. And then, so Yasmin wanted to get involved with a nonprofit and, um, went to a couple of nonprofits. They're like kind of iffy. And then she approached Andy at hope and said, Hey, what do you say? And she said, yes. So, I mean, hope, I don't know if you know about it, it stands for helping other people everywhere. Like we, are going to be putting together a coloring book slash oh, cool. journal that's like encouraging the kids of Senegal because there's like there's a school that we're working with in particular through Yasmin and um, one of the things is that there's street kids I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that like the mm-hmm. uh, people will go into a village and say hey we're gonna you know your kid's gonna have a chance to go to school and so like instead of taking the risk of not sending their kid to school they'll send their kid to school and it's not really school they'll just put them on the street and make them beg. And so, like, oh. that's one of the programs oh, is, like, shitty. connecting through these. It's so terrible. The first time I heard about it, I actually, like. It's like whoring out your kids in a way. I know. It's so terrible. And I was like, this is not, this is not mm. cool. Can't be real. Uh, but then, uh, so there's, through that school, there's also, like, a uh, women's empowerment program. Mm-hmm. And then there's also a scholarship program. And so Yasmin is actually, after doing the medical stuff, like, she got into all these other programs, all these facets of the school because she was, like, wanting to get involved. Her husband's actually from Senegal. So mm-hmm. they go back frequently. My birth mom is coming in town and she's never been to Austin so it was like graffiti wall you know yeah, it's a good table it's a very like Austin thing and I think it's just, it shows like the show shows off the local art scene and everything like that it encourages kind of like I guess in a sense counterculture behavior like what Austin's kind of counterculture to the rest of Texas right I like That's it for true. that reason yeah. I feel like graffiti sometimes gets a bad rap I actually personally really like graffiti because to me it seems like the more pure form of art in a way because there's no nobody's in this for commission and they're not getting paid money for this. It's kind of for the sake of doing it or making a message mm-hmm. or the other. So with graffiti, there's like different kinds of styles. Of, I mean, there's right? like street there's, art, graffiti. Yeah. Um, what we what's what's basically what I think would be typically. more like street art. Yeah. Like Banksy Graf- would, um, and then graffiti is like you know with letters. Mm-hmm. Um, the type- more classical like, stuff know, you kind of see. I always like to think of uh, people who do graffiti are like the masters of typography. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, like they could write something that yeah. would take, like, you know, probably even the CIA couldn't yeah. decode. <laughs> so with Hope Outdoor Gallery, uh, you said you guys are encouraging local artists in the area. Have you seen, like, any boom in, like, the art, like, in art galleries in the area since Hope has come out? It's been awesome to see artists that do it as their livelihood, make it their livelihood, and then see kind of what that kind of hard work and dedication that takes uh, versus people that just go and paint out there just for fun. Is the eye doctor, like, is he making a living off of this? Because he's proficient. I mean, he's good. Yeah. Uh, he definitely makes, a, um, you know, money off of his work. Yeah. You know, I'm just so enticed yeah. by this guy. I, mean, you, you, I feel like it's once you get to, like, a certain point of, like, painting, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the repetition brings, like, skill. And so people get mm-hmm. like, would hire, 
you know, artists like I mentioned yeah. earlier. So actually, the like, domain, there's actually like a commission piece by him. I was yeah. riding down Rock huh. Rose on my bike the other day and I uh-huh. just noticed it. I live like right next to the domain. I never noticed until the other day. But. We actually just installed this. Oh, you did? Okay, so. that's why I never noticed it. Then. Small world. Shameless plug. <laughs> Go no. to the domain and see Rock Rose. So that means that you are working on uh, projects outside of the Hope Outdoor Gallery as well. Yeah, like I'm like, uh, uh, like right install now? with Hope. I guess you work on Hope like on doing all of your free time. Uh, yeah, so like from 7 till 7 a.m. till maybe like. Two or three, I'll work at Whole Earth, and then I'll walk up the hill and either do like empty some of the trash cans into mm-hmm. the dumpsters so that they can take that, or walk around and check out the lay of the land, basically make sure mm-hmm. things are going well. I'll go and like deal with another project um, that Hope is involved with, like mural installation or uh, preparing for South by Southwest type stuff. I also understand that Hope on our Hope does a food or is it a farmers market and yeah, also so, um, musician stuff? Are you involved yeah, with those? I tried to. Uh, being involved as much as I can um, just because like this is like my passion I love it it like feels like time slows down mm-hmm. whenever I'm doing work or not work but playing mm-hmm. <laughs> passionately playing I've never been to this thing it's every Saturday Sundays from Sunday, 11 yeah, to 4 every Sunday yeah I need to go um, check it out. You next definitely Sunday. check it out. Mm-hmm. I should be in Dallas next weekend. The weekend it's hard that. not to spend money when I go over there because <laughs> there's so many yeah. delicious things. Oh yeah, man. I so love, we like, got yeah, we one got thing the that's food good about covered. Austin is all the great food here. Oh my god! And if Speaking you have all one place. Food. Sad. I don't like tacos. Get out of here. I just wanted to <laughs> say that. that part <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the other things that, like, I have a that we uh, did with Hope was, so there's the Grilled Cheese Festival or competition, and um, I just started working with Hope, and Andy was like, hey, do you know how to cook? Like, there's a grilled, che- grilled cheese thing coming up. I was like, oh, yeah, I do. And then, like, I got my mom. I was like, got my mom on board, and then we found out, like, how many people we were going to be doing it for. And, like, my mom wasn't daunted by the experience, but I was. I was like, like... Uh, 175 samples or like oh, some ridiculous lot. amount of samples like one by uh, one inch by one inch like, okay yeah so like you find like a food cart in the mall like the sample yeah. sizes okay yeah so it was like intense like you have to calculate how much cheese you're gonna need yeah. all this stuff and like my mom's cooked for like big groups for Habitat for Humanity because she worked with, with, with him for a while my dad's like a family doctor so they both came down that weekend mm-hmm. that was actually their anniversary but they got to spend it with their son making grilled making cheese grilled cheese my dad was cutting grilled cheese with surgeon like precision and putting <laughs> nice. it on the table and we won it and there's yeah. like uh, there's a judge's choice that went to Emo's um, but we wow. remember they called my name I blacked out I don't remember what happened <laughs> <laughs> I think I danced <laughs> on yeah. something it's such a cool trophy just grilled cheese on top of a Trophy. I'll give you guys that recipe before you go. Yes. 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 Can we share it with our listeners yeah, too? Yeah, we can. Um, yeah. Okay, so I don't have the exact with me, but it's like 70% cheddar, mild cheddar. Okay. 30% brie, I believe. Then there's hmm. shallots, hmm. white wine, a very, very healthy serving of butter. Oh, <laughs> yeah. My mom's yeah, also that. from Louisiana, so she. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. I was putting a lot of butter on there. I was like, Mom, cut back on the butter. You're making the skillet smoke. Um, you know, a lot of butter, some fig jam. Huh. Um, fig jam. So, yeah, so like you would put the fig ga- hmm. fig jam. You would, uh, you know, put butter on both sides of the toast. Then mm. you toast that just ever so lightly. And then you put um, the fig jam. I believe it's fig, fig preserve. So you put some of that on there, and then you kind of like scrape it off because your mom put it too much. <laughs> and then, then you had already put the um, cheese, the shallots, the white wine all in the food processor together mm-hmm. and like just pulsed it a couple times. Mm-hmm. And then it's almost like a pub cheese consistency. Mm-hmm. Pat it flat, stick a little patty of cheese on there, put the other side and it's basically good to go. You could sprinkle that's, a little umami on there. That's got umami. What's umami? 
It's uh, a flavoring, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, it's like it's like the flavor of soy sauce. The, the flavor of the gods. It's actually it's a really weird flavor. It's a very subtle one. Huh. It's uh, it's I've always heard that soy sauce is the best comparison for it, but less oh. salty. Okay. Yeah, umami mm. is a, it's a very uh, it's savory like a mushroom. Flavor. I think. Yeah, mm. yeah. I think Sh- mushrooms uh, are taki. Yeah, shiitake mushrooms are umami. Yeah. Yeah, I think also cooked chicken is considered umami too. Mm. Yeah, it's this really like subtle, uh, savory flavor that actually makes typically makes food better. Mm. Yeah, it's I, delicious. I try to put it on everything, but um, Caroline will you know inevitably hide the package somewhere. Or <laughs> it's like a drug. You just gotta have your umami. <laughs> so good. I'm trying to introduce my my roommate into that. Cause I'm getting to cook for him a lot, so it's like, uh-huh. I'm like, hey, have you heard of this umami stuff? <laughs> <laughs> it's like on Portlandia where all that guy eats his pasta. And he can't stop eating pasta. Yeah. Um, the more I've only been in Austin for about eight months now, but I see some parallels between Portlandia and Austin a lot. Definitely, yeah, and I've like, definitely met some weird artists. They're like so cool. Like I'm like, you did what? You drove around in a van and you painted like whatever people would pay you to paint. And they're like, yeah, and I was living off of it, and I still am. Or you know, I might go back to doing that. I'm like, oh, that sounds so awesome. So do you think <laughs> artists are generally like super chill? Uh, I mean, I've definitely People? read some, I mean, I feel like, you know, I think it was it a quote by Queen Elizabeth or something to Philip, King Philip or something. It was like, beware of artists for they mix with like every social class or like <laughs> they, it was something to that extent where they're like, they mingle with mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I've definitely met artists, you know, they're fathers and they're very organized and they do a bunch of different type crafts and they're really good at it because you know they're probably teaching a kid or something mm-hmm. like that and like daddy otis is one of them and he does sculptures out of wood i mean he's awesome oh, mm-hmm. um, cool. like daddy otis or like uh i just met that artist lynn who was mm-hmm. um traveling around i mean she has a whole different style altogether so it's like neat to kind of see what mm-hmm. styles you get to see people's styles and then you also get to know who that person is and there's a story to that style mm-hmm. so uh, you said that you do art as well. Yeah. Do you have like a certain? Do you have like a name for your style? I don't really think I have a style yet, but I mean, I think that people have told me that, and so I guess that's something that artists always look for is a style. But something. my last name is Starkey, so when I was little, I would always write a star and a key oh, next okay. to each other yeah. because, like, I don't know if I was dyslexic or what it was. <laughs> they definitely sent me to get tested. And like you're dyslexic, but I for, I just refused to agree with them. Uh, but I would just sign my papers, star and a key, just a star key. <laughs> oh, and they're like, don't do that. And learn how to that's write clever, your first I name like too. <laughs> so I don't know. I just kind of like whenever I was coming up with like a signature, that was my thing, star mm-hmm. key. Mm-hmm. And I'm still kind of playing around with the people like the star should be part of the key. I'm like, I don't know. Do you, have, like, do you uh, usually tag that with your work then? Yeah, like, just like sign that up mm-hmm. to the side. Yeah, and do you have an Instagram or yes. social and media accounts that you would out. like to plug in? <laughs> you plug that one for me. Uh, <laughs> Starkey Miles. That's S-T-A-R-K-E-Y-M-I-L-E-S. I just discovered this new this new graffiti artist in Austin last night. Rabbit Snake Stuff. I don't think I've heard of Rabbit this Snake Stuff. This is the stuff. one I saw. And it was on East 6 last night. Oh, it's this nice. picture like for those that. listening. It's a, it's a, <laughs> oh my uh, gosh. It's like a, a snake and a rabbit of a snake with a rabbit head. That's pretty cool. And a good like Buddha cool. actually tagged them in this uh, photo because like usually like I if I know the artist, I tell people to like say hey, identify this uh, person. Who's this? And I'll tag them and give them the correct regrets too. And good like Buddha is really proficient at tagging the people that I don't know. That's and awesome. Apparently, this guy yeah, he knows a lot of people. Yeah, definitely for sure. One person I'm like really enticed with right now has been Bort Art. Bort, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. It's, what is that picture? Of? Uh, this is it's like a weird uh, rabbit thing with a halo with hollow eyes. 
Board is just like board has such great work. Boards everywhere, but oh my gosh. unfortunately, their Instagram's no longer around. Right, board's super efficient. I saw there's uh, I saw one of their doodles and Epoch Coffee in North Austin. Yeah, yeah, they're proficient. <laughs> they're everywhere. Yeah, in the bathroom. Yeah, in the bathroom. Wow. Yeah, everybody's got to go to the bathroom. Do they? It's another good yeah. place for art. <laughs> I don't know why there. more public places don't have art in them. Yeah, bathroom. it would probably yeah. negate the tagging on the uh huh, you know, urinals or whatever. Yeah. And it would make it like more relaxing too. Mm-hmm. Just be I like, think so huh. too. <laughs> I might be more inclined to like walk around. That might be, make people uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, hey man, I'm going to the bathroom. What are you staring at? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I don't know how like the painting even happens. Like on um, near Lady Bird Lake on yeah. the bridge, where they walk like, out on like the how do how do they even how do people even get to it? Yeah. Walk out there. I mean, I'm scared of heights. Can be yeah, pretty I dangerous. I mean. <laughs> And then you can't even see what's underneath the water. So if you fall, like some an alligator could get you. And yeah, and that's like that street artist that died because an alligator ate him. It's like Peter really? esque. Oh. No, that didn't actually happen. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded. It sounds like that would be a great like. I mean, we just like, came from Louisiana, so yeah. we're all about that alligator What'd life. You say about an alligator? <laughs> going back to uh, <laughs> graffiti. Back to going back to graffiti. <laughs> all right. Uh, for anybody who is like saying aspiring artists out there who wants to go and go to Hope Outdoor Gallery, do you have any advice for them for like how to get started? Uh, first and foremost, sign up to paint. It's private mm-hmm. property. So Just send us, send us an email, murals mm-hmm. at hopecampaign.org. We'll get back to you real quick. Okay. Um, another thing is maybe go out like on a if you want help from another artist, there's always artists that are out there willing to help. So don't be scared to go and paint and like. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'll get there and you'll see other tourists and stuff painting and they're just writing their name or like, you know, hashtag God saves or something like that. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to be afraid. You mm-hmm. could, literally, you could paint a heart and it would be better than whatever they ta- hashtagged or mm-hmm. their Instagram that they, didn't, that they mm-hmm. put over someone else's piece. But So you should never be afraid to paint or create. You know, mm-hmm. that's, that's, the, that's, that's the good uh, piece of advice out there. Yeah. It's sometimes hard to get started because you're afraid of being judged for like, might right. not be that good, but the first thing is... You start off bad before you get good. Right. I'm sure it was the same for Picasso and <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. whoever. And uh, for the Hope Factory guy, this is something that I never really decided to look into, but what's it built on top of? Like, what is that old place? Like, why is it a bunch of walls just hanging out there? You know, I don't know. Yeah. No, I'm teasing. Uh, it, um, it was going to be an old condo, like a uh, set of condos. You know, I'm sure they're like super 80s or like mm-hmm. 70s or whatever. Yeah, back in the day, they started building those and... Got to about, I think they actually got pretty close to finishing. Um, I talked to a woman there that was at the park the other day, and she said her husband had some pictures of them like being built. Oh. Which I didn't even know they got further along, mm-hmm. but she said she'd send me the pictures she hadn't yet. If you're out there, send me those pictures. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but uh, there were going to be some condos. They ran into like an engineering issue, and then that's as far as they went. The backers dropped the project. Huh. So And then now became we have- art. And a piece part. of art. Yeah, yeah. rather than just like being like an eyesore of just like old concrete walls that mm-hmm. you put to a good use. So our podcast is Everyday Superhuman. Mm-hmm. So if Hope Gallery was a superhero, what would it be? Or if you were a superhero, what would your name be? I don't know. Like a, if it was a superhero type talent or something that somebody would have, maybe it would be like those thoughts that people have in the back of their mind sometimes that like, they want to express or like they have like some little bit of creativity maybe it would be like almost like a super conscience that was like mm-hmm. just you know just express yourself 
Maybe like a little Bob Ross in the back of your head. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the oh, superhero yeah. would be Bob Ross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's just add a little tree here. Let's happy, <laughs> add a happy little tree. Yeah. I like that. Bob Ross is a super, he's a hero to everybody. So yes. That's a great one to with. Uh, anything that we may have forgot to ask you about that you'd like to give a shout out to or mention before we close it? Shout out to Andy Skull Cheatham for all her work with Hope and making the steps to taking the steps to get it started for my girlfriend's patience. <laughs> yeah. She's been seeing her quietly this entire time. Thank you. <laughs> for more info on the Hope Outdoor Gallery, check out hopecampaign.org where you can learn more about the local artists and volunteer opportunities with the Hope Campaign. You can also give them a like on Facebook at facebook.com slash hopecampaign or follow them on Instagram and Twitter at hopecampaign. And don't forget to follow our guest, Miles Starkey, directly on Instagram at StarkeyMiles for more of his amazing artwork. So, do you want to unlock your inner superhuman and save the world? Well, you can do that by checking out our website at everydaysuperhumans.com, where you can stay on top of all the nonprofits in Austin. You can also follow us on Twitter at SuperhumansCast. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Everyday Superhumans. And check us out on Instagram at Everyday Superhumans. And hey, if you like this episode as much as we did, then be sure to rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, or wherever you get your podcast. We also want to give a special shout out to our patron donors, Katie and Jack Hilton, Ron and Dee Brockman, as well as Woodrow, which he has a Twitch channel called Sojournist. So make sure to follow him too. And you can also donate to the campaign at patreon.com slash everyday superhumans. And remember, not every hero has to fly. So grab your cape and let's go. Let's go.